0: This is episode fifty-two of the Hillcrest Duo. Today is January the fourteenth. It is a Saturday, and it is our very first podcast of two thousand seventeen.
1: Happy New Year, Brad Risto. Happy New Year, Metal. How drunk were you on New Year's um, Eve day? It was. That
0: it, it, was. Uh, it was an open bar, so I did have a few a few
1: pops. A pops, my left.
0: I am Metal John, your host, at Metal John Radio on Twitter, and hailing from Lamont, Illinois, in the red corner, Mr. Brad Ristow. At Outsider Brad on Twitter. Hello all, thank you for joining us. Alright, today's podcast, we're going to talk a few movie trailers, a couple things we're looking forward to this year in 2017. Got nothing to really recap, but I've seen a couple of movies, I'll well, talk a little bit about mm-hmm. some of
1: that. Uh, what have you got going on, Brad? I might be buying a new car today, if I, but I am a, I'm the kind of person who just keeps waffling, because... The offering, pro- uh, fees, um, just give me the red ass, I will tell you that, because I ha- got a pretty good offer price for a Volkswagen Golf GTI, but with fees, it just goes up to exorbitant amounts.
0: All right, so since we're talking cars, let me, so what, what
1: are you looking to get, a Volkswagen? Volkswagen Golf GTI. What is, a, is that like a compact car? It's a sports compact. Oh, sports compact, All right. So it's got 210 horsepower. What is it, like uh range, like what, tw- low 20s? Um the uh, gas mileage? No, I'm talking about price. Um, uh, uh, it, um, uh, MSRP at 27000
0: Oh, okay. All right. So mid-twenties. All
1: right. That's not and bad. And I got them down to a sales price of 22 7
0: Oh, nice. And this is for brand new? Yes. Oh, I didn't think you could negotiate brand new to you go can. down You can?
1: Oh, you can all the time. Really? You mm-hmm. all. I'm just one of those. Ah, give me that one. Give me that one. I'll pay sticker price. Yeah. It's pretty. I like it. No, I am. I shop around. I. And I'm a apparently I'm a hard ass because I found out. Oh well, because I was also looking but to buy a Mini Cooper and I am um, a uh, um, uh, it was a sticker price of twenty five three. I um offered twenty three five and that offer is insulting. Apparently the Mini lifestyle isn't for you. Ooh. <laughs> I'm like okay. You know you could have just told me that the price um uh, is bargain basement already. You didn't have to do that, but. Whatever, man. You're the sales professional. I'm just to get looking out for my own self-interest. Yeah. Well, since you're you're car shopping, you're you're
0: you're telling the podcast world about what you're doing. Um, I could make an announcement that one of my 2017 uh, we're still in winter, so winter, spring slash early summer goals. I'm gonna buy a house. I'm house shopping right now. That's something I want to do too. So I'm house shopping. And uh, maybe we'll build a podcast studio in one of the rooms. Yeah, and uh, we'll be coming to you live from that at some point before the end of 2017. We'll see though. 2017 just getting started. Um, uh, obviously it's still award season, movie season, Oscar season. Can I just say one thing though, Brad? Yeah, I, I watched a little bit of the Golden Globes. I'm I'm normally not a big Golden Globes fan, but maybe you'll agree with me in this. Maybe you won't agree with me in this, mm-hmm. and hopefully we don't get into an hour long discussion on this. But I am so sick and tired of Hollywood superstars when they get an award or they get recognized for something, they grab that microphone and they gotta let all the world know about their political views. I'm sick of it. I don't care. It's their, their platform. I, I their mean, speech. I get that it's their platform, but it's one of those things where I look at is when you, like, when you're being recognized for something, you're supposed to show some appreciation for it. And instead of just saying thank you to the people that made this possible, instead it's um, thanks for this award, and uh, I hate Donald Trump, I hate this, 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 we should all be ashamed of ourselves, you know, blah, 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 blah. Healthcare, blah, 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 you know, save the rainforest. It's just, I'm like, really?
1: Like They have a platform. They want to make a call to action.
0: But I'm just saying as somebody who enjoys the arts, somebody who enjoys – movies and comic books and tv shows and music i I just kind of want to see i kind of want to stay away from that i mean if i want to watch all political back and forth banter i'll just i'll put on cnbc or something you know i would rather just maybe i'm maybe i'm all on my own on this but i I, I know there's other people that agree with me and there's some people that agree with all right it's their platform they can say what they want they also don't realize that you're kind of a Alienating yourself a little bit, like if you're going to get up there and say, "Oh, they realize I'm, it." I'm pro this, and I hate all of this. Well, if most of your fans feel the opposite of you. Like
1: they realize it. They're, they're just willing to take that risk. Yeah, I uh, that's why I I'm must, just, that's why I'm all for it because they know what they're doing. They're not stupid. It's just they're willing to take the risk and Well, they I mean, want for somebody like mind. Meryl
0: Stroop, Streep, who I'm just I'm just calling out because it was one that I, you know, one person who got you know a lot of people talking about like for days after. Her speech, because it's one of those things where, I mean, she's one of the faces of Hollywood. You know, she everything she's in, she gets an award for, or at least gets nominated for. You know, she has no trouble finding work. She has no trouble with anything. So for her to just take her recognition and just go on a rant about it, and it's like, you know, just be humble about what you about what you have. You know, but that's just my thought. So, um, anyways. Awards Lala uh, La land cleaned house at the Golden Globes I did yeah, see did. that movie by the way Brad mm-hmm. and uh, being somebody who appreciates you know music musicals um, it is one of those movies that kind of pays tribute to the old like, musical Hollywood movies from like the 50s and stuff like you're singing in the rain type movies like cool. it's like a jazzy musical movie Um I don't really feel like it's a great compelling love story I don't feel like the the story itself like tugs at your heartstrings or makes you go ooh and ah it's kind of just an ordinary movie but it's, it kind of mm. has that throwback feel that's why it's going to win a lot of awards yes. and it's probably also going to get a lot of nominations in the Oscars I do recommend it's it. it's different if you're into that jazzy musical kind of stuff but I don't really see yes, it as it a big ends. love story. Um, on the horror front, I saw Bye Bye Man last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, PG 13 horror movie. Uh, so I, that won't, means they... I won't spoil how the movie ends, but well, I, it's will, I will, I so will the good guys win. I will say this. I liked the concept, and I'm going to talk to you about the concept. So, the concept of Bye Bye Man is if you say his name, which is Bye Bye Man, out loud, if you say it, he appears, and what he does is, it's all psychological. You start seeing things that aren't there. So it kind of plays tricks with your mind. Like, say, for example, in this movie, this guy, this kid started getting doubts that his best friend was doing his girl. So he kept seeing and hearing visions of him doing his girl, even though nothing was happening. He kept seeing it. Mm -hmm. The Bye-Bye Man was... So basically, the Bye-Bye Man gets in your mind and makes you see things that aren't real, and it, in return, will cause you to... Have a mental breakdown and kill people. Oh. Because if you think something's going I mean, you think you're seeing something, like a girl thought she saw a car accident. Yeah. So she ran across the train tracks to go help these people. Well, there was no car accident, but there was a train on those tracks that ran around. Well
1: over.
0: uh so it's
1: a lot of stuff what like about, it. So but what I, I, I like that concept, but man, the acting was so brutal. But what if I'm just saying like goodbye to some guy, some man? So I'm like, bye bye, man, what happens to me then? Oh. I'm just saying bye to a guy. You're, you're dead meat, Brad. Well, that's no fair?
0: But uh, it, it, man. I mean, I, I thought it was entertaining enough for a PG-13 movie. It just, oh, man. You wanted to bye bye be man, more hardcore. The bye-bye man, like he, he wasn't very creepy, and he had this weird, like, skinless, hairless dog. Like it almost looked like the 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 the, the dog from Ghostbusters. The cool. Ghoul, cool. yeah, it looked like that, like you know the the refrigerator
1: there dog. There is no Dana, <laughs> only Zool. <laughs> and Vince Clartho. Vince Clartho was but, also a dog.
0: Yeah. Anyways, so, I don't
1: I don't like giving dogs um first names and last I, names.
0: I, I will say this though, um, I you know watching Bye Bye Man, I got to see the brand
1: new trailer for Kong Skull Island. I've seen some of the uh, posters for it.
0: Yeah, I mean the the first trailer that came out it. Was like oh here's Hollywood's version of Kong where you got Samuel Jackson in it you got John Sam Goodman Jackson. in it you know
1: oh John but Goodman he's the always new good.
0: Trailer for this movie is really selling me mm-hmm. for a few reasons one yeah there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on besides just people hunting Kong um, a lot of natives living on the island and one of the natives living on the island is a very very unclean shaven hairy. Homeless looking John C. Riley. And Uh, I love love me some John C. Riley. There is
1: nothing wrong with being unshaven, okay?
0: Yeah, Brad. Absolutely
1: nothing. Dollar Shave Club.
0: Not a sponsor, but we'll give him a plug. (sighs) Nothing wrong with this. John C. Riley. John C. Riley is going to be in this movie and I'm sold. 100%. John C. Riley
1: is one of... They are one of some of the more He's of probably
0: a, my favorite actor right now. Since Philip Seymour Hoffman has passed away, John C. Riley has taken over the but throne. But it has like John
1: Goodman, John C. Riley, and Sam Jackson. Those are some of the most interesting actors around. Cause they never win anything, but they're always entertaining. Oh, and John C. Reilly is gonna be entertaining as hell in this movie. He's very sarcastic. He is basically the character he's-
0: the mannerisms he's always playing. In well, movies. yeah,
1: I mean he's got one kind of character. Let's be honest, but so that's gonna come. He plays it awesome. That's gonna come out March tenth,
0: two thousand seventeen. So I'm looking forward to that.
1: Hmm.
0: Um. Did you see the? You saw the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer? Oh, right? of course. I am Groot. I am Groot. All right. So I'm a little worried about this movie. Why? I mean, I'm excited. What? I like what? Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, the soundtrack is going to kick ass again. Well, of like, course, um, in the trailer. because
1: Star-Lord's mom makes great mixtapes. Yeah. I, I can make a good mixtape. You, you know, we never really had to make mixtapes. We almost um, uh, got into oh, it. Oh, I made
0: mixtapes for myself. Would... I never gave them to a girl or anything. Well,
1: I thought you would probably be more of the mixed CD.
0: No, I had mixtapes. Cassettes was... were in the late 80s.
1: Uh, cassette tapes were... Um, uh, but CDs were, uh... were
0: starting to come out. But CD players were expensive. CDs yeah. were expensive. Just okay. like when DVDs came out, when you started making that transition from VHS to DVD, DVDs yeah. were like double the price of a VHS.
1: Yeah, that's true. But so you had mixtapes, awesome. But yes, the music. So what? What worries you about Guardians of the Galaxy? Too much Groot. Eh. I feel like we're gonna have too much Groot, and we're gonna have too
0: much baby Groot, and I feel like it's just gonna be too much of like Disney with their whole uh oh, ooh ah like crap all over it, and less of like a kick ass story. You
1: see. I have a feeling that scene we saw was just a trailer scene. Like uh, it won't be in the movie? The I baby to, group death button yes. scenes. I have a feeling that that was just for the trailer. I mean, we obviously saw a scene where he was chasing a guy down. And if that's it, then I'm fine with that. And even if yeah. it is just... I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy had perfect amount of Groot. Yes. But I feel like Groot became that,
0: like, the character everybody fell in love with. Yeah. So now... The sequel? Oh, we gotta go overload with Groot, and we got baby Groot, and Star-Lord, and, yeah, and I th- Batista. And Bat- I think they're all gonna, gonna get pushed aside a little bit, and
1: this is gonna be the Groot movie. And, I, I think and all the be kids wrong. are gonna
0: love it, and people like me are just gonna roll their eyes at this whole movie and say, what a disappointment.
1: I think you're wrong, I think we'll be fine, but that's me. Okay.
0: Alright. I hope so. We'll find out May 5th when it yeah. comes out. Um. Oh, have you seen the trailer for this Beauty and the Beast movie?
1: I've seen some. I haven't seen the trailer. Live action Beauty and the Beast. Emma Watson.
0: I I think your wife.
1: I've seen some. I haven't seen the trailer, but I've seen some of the like toys. I saw the Emma Watson bell doll, and that that thing scared the the crap out of me. I'm I'm pretty sold on this. Like I I liked Beauty and the Beast. You know I like a lot of those old 80s 90s Disney flicks. You know they're. Oh yeah, that's when they were. That's when they were in Fuego. That's when they were their best. At their best. 100 percent agree. I
0: mean, and that could be just had, because we're 80s kids. We're yeah, 80s kids, so we love could, the 80s Disney movies, the 90s
1: early di- 90s Disney they movies. They had the Lion King back then.
0: The, Lion, the Aladdin. Aladdin. Come on. All right. What are your top few Disney movies? Give me like your uh, top two or
1: three. Lion King and probably um, Aladdin.
0: Say Aladdin's my number one. Uh, Lion King, I don't know. It's too, I think it was too sad for me when I was a
1: kid. Too like, sad. Well, that's but why you was, watch it now as an adult. Yeah, but Aladdin, Long Aladdin li- still holds the... Long book, live. I haven't the watched King. Aladdin, I haven't yeah. watched
0: Aladdin in probably ten years. I should give that another viewing, soon. You
1: should. You, I want, you could probably see it on one of the streaming services. Yeah, for sure. Or just buy it. Or that's buy right. it. I'm sure it's in a five dollar bin at Walmart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's probably only on two bucks on iTunes. Yeah. By the way, we're on iTunes. You can check us out on iTunes. Check us out on iTunes. Download us on iTunes. Download us on iTunes right now. All right. Uh, but, no, anyway, so the live-action Beauty and the
0: Beast, uh, I, I like what they did with, like, the teacup and the clock and stuff. They yeah. really look cool. I think Beast looks awesome. I think Emma Watson looks awesome, even though that's kind of saying
1: the sky is blue. Yes, and um, are you okay with people ogling your future wife? Yeah, I'm okay with it. Okay, um, just making sure. I'll share her. You're, uh, you are a magnanimous individual. <laughs> so I, I'm, I, I think this is going to be an opening weekend movie for me.
0: I might go see it. I might go fight the crowds of kids to go see this Beauty and the Beast live action movie because I'm really I'm really excited about well,
1: it. Well, if you go see the midnight viewing, I don't think you have to worry about the kids. If you see the actual midnight viewing and not the old 7 man, p.m. Not Thursday. The, not the sixth grader and old man um, uh, midnight viewings that you and I have been doing recently. Dude, this might be worth the IMAX, as long as it's not IMAX
0: 3D. Midnight. It's IMAX 2D, I'm in.
1: Midnight viewing, I'm too old for that. You have a midnight showing at 6, I'm there. That's how I operate now. I am too old to do midnight stuff. Yeah. Um, Twin Peaks, did you ever watch that show? That show was bleepin' weird. So you and watched I, it? I watched it in, uh, after the fact, but yes.
0: So I watched it last year. Uh, last so summer I watched weird. it, and yeah, it was very strange. But I I know a few people that are obsessed with that show. David Lynch is on he's some kind of drug. He's, he's, yeah, he's definitely strange. Everything he does is strange, though. Um, So I I watched it last summer, and I think we talked about it a little bit on the podcast.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, So May 21st is when it's making its big return 25 years later. Uh, David Lynch wrote, directed all 18 episodes that are going to be on Showtime starting at the end of May. Um, I, I'm going to think, I I think I'm going to rewatch it again before the, cause I want to watch the, I want to watch and see how they update it. Right. Um, but man, what a, like you said, very strange series. You see, I think that, um, but
1: it's got that fan base. That's very cult-like. Well, yes, because a lot, well, it's one of those cases we've always talked about how sometimes the best seasons of a show are their first season and their second season, because that's when the writers... Have good stories to tell, and after that they start reaching. And in this case, it got canned after its uh, second season, right? Yes. And so they couldn't even wrap up the story. They couldn't wrap up the stories, so people been kind of clamoring for it. It never got to that point where people were like, "Oh, I want this story is getting boring. This is getting boring." It's just like the, it's the same thing that happened to Firefly on Fox. People loved the show, but because it was on at a horrible time. It got canned.
0: And Fox doesn't really have... I mean, other than 24 and The Simpsons and now Family Guy, they really don't have shows that last very long on that show, on that, on that network.
1: No, they don't.
0: Um, but, I mean, I, I did like the Twin Peaks movie because that sort of wrapped up, or it kind of made the show come full circle. Because, obviously, the concept of the show, it's basically a, a 30-something episode murder mystery, yeah. something CSI figures out in 45 minutes on CBS. Yeah, well, CSI now is it's now, now it's it's just basically a CSI episode that's stretched over 30 episodes where you get to learn every single person in this town, all of their good things, all of their bad things, all the secret dirty stuff, all the dirt under the rugs. You learn everything about it. It's very in-depth, and the whole concept is to figure out who murdered this girl. You don't find the answer No. in the show. But you watch the movie, which goes – the movie acts as a prequel. So now the girl who dies in the first episode of the show
1: is alive, is alive
0: in the movie. And at the end of the movie, she is murdered by the person who, did, and you
1: see who, who done did it. So and you don't want movie, to give it away. The movie
0: spoils it. So I, I'm curious. If you watch the movie first and then the show, like you watch it in chronological order, if it's going to be any different. But I'll be honest with you. I knew who the killer was just by watching the series. I knew who killed well, Laura Palmer because I was able to just kind of put a well, lot of that, things together. I'm like, the, oh, that's the killer. Then
1: I watched the movie, and sure enough, that's the killer. That, well, that's the point. You're supposed to try and actually use your own deductive reasoning. Yep. And you were able to do it. You so get I, it. I'm just curious.
0: Where you, you get gonna, a gold star. you are going to take this show, though? Because it's obviously going to have to be set 25 years later. It's not going to be able to take... Pick up right where they left off. No, because all of them are old. And yeah. some of them I think are dead. Yeah, some I mean, some of them are old, they're dead, they're not returning. Um, even in the movie though, they couldn't get the original cast to
1: come back. So a lot
0: of characters in the movie
1: Look a little had different. the same name but were played by different actors. Well, it's the soap opera thing. So But
0: anyways, that comes back in May, so if you're looking for something to binge watch, something that's got that cult following that requires a lot of thought and Will definitely mess with your head. Like there was times I was watching episodes and they go into the red room or whatever, and the little midget guy appears, and I'm like, wait, did I miss something? Did I fall asleep and wake up? And yeah. See, like three episodes well, later, or Well, what, once what again, just happened?
1: Um, it's um uh, David Lynch, and he is just not a normal person. That is very true. This is um what he's always thinking about when he's writing. <laughs> yeah, I want a new
0: drug. <laughs> So anyways, uh, anything new in the g- gaming world Brad? Not really. I mean,
1: the uh, gaming world is complete opposite of a movie world. This time is kind of dead.
0: Yep. And we're going to have coming up here in the Hillcrest duo maybe in the next week or two, we will uh I will have our uh, my my top 10 list of movies for 2016. I'll have a uh, I'm going to go knock another one off this week and I'm going to go see Silence. I huh. really want to see that new Scorsese movie. About the priests in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield. I mean, former Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield is in it. And Adam Driver. They both play priests. Wow. And they're in Japan back in the time when religion was forbidden in Japan. Or ca- or Christianity was banned in Japan. And people were killed for being Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently this is a Scorsese passion project. Something he's been really wanting to do for a long time. It's almost a three-hour movie. I'm gonna go see it tomorrow morning. Three,
1: oh, bring something with you. Bring some caffeine. Okay. And a bedpan. Well, yeah, you don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to have to get up in the middle of the movie. Sir, sir, can you stop the movie? I gotta go potty. Pause it. Pause it. Pause it. I gotta go potty. All right. Well, that'll do it for another episode of the
0: Hillcrest Duo. I am Metal John at Metal John Radio, and along with me, as it, always,
1: Brad Risto at Outsider Brad, and I have, I want a new drug also still playing right now as I play our clothes. Whoopsies! Good good luck with your car shopping, and uh, hopefully next week when we record another episode, you will have a new car. And, or I'll uh, wuss out and be happy that I still have $25,000. That's 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 called a win-win. I either get a new car or I get to keep $25,000. You're just going to go pay it off right away? Yeah. You don't want to build some credit? Nah. Nah. All right, man, Love.